0: You just click here, you go through the pipeline, you fill in, the notes will prompt you, we want to know this information, you put in this date, and then you click next, and you're done.
1: Welcome to Monday Mornings with Michelle, the new business podcast. Whether you're kicking off your day or kickstarting your
0: business, Michelle is going to kick your ass into next week with the essential fours, strategy, systems, support, and state of mind. Now, welcome to center stage, Michelle Nedelec.
1: Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec, and I'm super glad you're here with us today because I'm here with my most amazing guest, Abitari. Abitari, thank you so much for being here today with me. Good day, Michelle. It's my pleasure to be here. Awesome. So give us a 5,000-foot view of who you are and what you love to do.
0: Yes, Um, I'm Abitari, born and raised in Nigeria, Nigerian dad, American mom, moved to the States in college and started my business in 2008 in California, been flopping East Coast, West Coast in the U.S. since then.
1: Nice. Any preference for East or West or you still can't decide?
0: Oh, no. (laughs) I don't want to get into that battle.
1: (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, leave your options open. It's all good. Awesome. So uh, tell us. So when it comes to business, what do you do?
0: Yes, we are technology consultants. So we help uh, businesses to design scalable workflows and automation and software so that they can grow their businesses using the optimal number of team members. Nice.
1: Now that sounds very, um, I say corporate in my mind, but I may be wrong, Um, but it also sounds very expensive. (laughs) So break it down for me a little bit. Who do you love to serve and support? Who's your ideal client?
0: So, actually, it's not that expensive. (laughs) Uh, Some of the software that we integrate, uh, it's called integration because at Delta Data Services, we don't actually build software. We integrate software, meaning like you might be familiar with installing software on your home computer, but for a business, it's very difficult for a business to install the software that the business used to run without Mm -hmm. partnering with an integrator like Delta Data Services. So we are resellers of software. Two main software we sell are one called Zoho and another one called Laser Freeze. Zoho is a large uh, software provider. They have thousands of employees and they are sold all over the world. Zoho is built, it's an enterprise solution for businesses meaning it covers multiple aspects of what a business can use. In fact, they have 40 plus apps that they offer but it's targeted to small and medium-sized business and it is priced really nice. So it doesn't have to be expensive. And so are we the integrators to match. And then LaserFish is also an enterprise solution. Why we love to partner with them is they are founded by Women uh, Business, but they're here in Long Beach, California, founded here in Long Beach. We're located in Long Beach. So it's a homegrown thing. In fact, we're in the same zip code if that makes sense to people, it just means we're like in the same neighborhood. Like I could almost throw a stone to their headquarters from my office building. Don't so be throwing stones that. at
1: glass buildings.
0: It's not okay. a good idea. But <laughs> you I mean might go over say, and visit them and have coffee. Right. And have but what I mean <laughs> to say is just that, you know, we love to develop our local community and by partnering mm-hmm. with LaserFish, we're able to do that. So it's great. Nice. And so what does LaserFish do? What's so, LaserFish is a content management, digital content management solution. I often think the name came out of the microfiche era when we first started digitizing content for libraries and getting it into a <laughs> anybody old enough format? to remember what a microfiche yeah, is? Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, it's digital content, uh, PDF, searchable documents, uh, templates getting all an organization's uh, content into a digital format, including forms to keep your content digital and workflows to make sure that when the data comes in, it triggers actions and, and things like that. So that's what Ledger Fish is all about.
1: Excellent. And so what is Delta's um, role in, in those two?
0: So what we do is we normally come into an organization and find out what they're doing now. A lot of times organizations are using disparate tools. And one thing that Zoho can do for a lot of organizations is bring them into one ecosystem. So instead of using multiple different tools that don't talk to each other very well, because Because Zoho offers 40 plus different tools, they can sort of move into a Zoho ecosystem and start using apps or tools, all with mobile versions that talk more nicely to each other, synchronize per se, and uh, you can have your whole organization. At Delta Data Services, we run our whole organization on Zoho One, and we love to sell and integrate Zoho One for our clients. So um, it's just a great ecosystem for small and medium sized businesses to grow on.
1: Okay, so um, let's back up the bus, bit. let's talk about Zoho. Um, And the 40 packages. So is it kind of like uh, Salesforce where you have modules and as you need those modules, you add them into the program? Or is that more like um, an API that connects to it, like an Infusionsoft?
0: Yes, so Zoho One is a little bit different than all those because they're actually full on applications. Let me give you a little bit of, of history. So mm-hmm. I started integrating Zoho in 2009. Um, this is uh, when I also started my company, Delta Data Services. And um, Zoho was initially known for its CRM. And actually they started the company doing more like office products, like online. Um, word processing tools and spreadsheet tools. And then they moved into CRM. And then since 2009, I think what started to happen was they started needing more tools at Zoho. So as they would need a tool, since they had all the developers there, they just build it like the entire tool. And so as they build it, they just roll it out and add a subscription to it and people could buy it and use it as well. So around 2017, 2018, let me add one more thing. So we at Delta Data Services just started using all the new tools that would roll out too, but we started having some challenges because with every new tool we bought, there would be a new invoice, a new payment we'd make, and we'd be like, oh my goodness, Zoho, what did we just pay? When does it renew? And I'm confused about all my invoices. Like, I don't know going goes with what. <laughs> and then by 2017, they rolled out a new subscription plan called Zoho One. And I was just over the moon and I signed up immediately because it solved all that drama that I was having because now I paid for one subscription. I got all my apps in that and I got one invoice. So I didn't have to worry about which was renewing when I had one renewal cycle. I got all the apps. I could add which ones I wanted. I could assign which users to which app, human resources, the human resources app, financial, got the financial sales got etc and they had their permissions as so and um i just had one invoice one tech support one payment and it just simplified everything so that's kind of the history of zoho one and it it just opened new doors with that zoho one rollout about 2017 18 time frame
1: awesome so who do you love to serve and support who would you say is your ideal client
0: um well our ideal client are really people with a lot of users because in a subscription base you know i mean it might sound kind of greedy of us but you know the more users the more subscriptions and we do make money on consulting but as partner resellers, we do make commission also on the number of um, subscriptions that we sell. And in some way, uh, a consulting integration for you know 20 users may not, the amount of work may not be that much different than working with a hundred user team because at the hundred user team, they're going to have an IT department. So you're interfacing with an IT team. So the level of effort might be similar, but yeah, with a hundred team, your your um, commission for the subscription is that much bigger. So definitely we would we'll love to work with larger Larger um, companies with lots more users. But uh, we don't, uh, you know, we we are open to customers of all sizes because Zoho was built for customers of all sizes. Cool.
1: Okay. So, for those who don't know what Zoho does, what does Zoho do?
0: So, it has 40 plus applications. Some cover sales and marketing, so that's CRM, email marketing, website things like that. Then you have finance, so accounting, subscription, inventory. Then you have tech support, so you have a desk tool, things like that. Then you have project management, you have waterfall project management, you have agile project management, and you have some other tools with that. You have productivity tools like the writer, which is like a, a word processing spreadsheet, uh, something like a slideshow. You have notebook. I love the notebook. You can collaborate on notebooks. The the, the, um, the office collaborative tool kind of stuff are, are very collaborative. So those are great. Uh, what are the, uh, oh, human resources. You have like a human resources tool, recruiting tool. That one's real nice. I use that a lot um what are other aspects of the business oh uh training online training in-person on-demand training webinars things like that podcast meetings uh what else you also have oh event management in-person hybrid events the list just it goes on <laughs> so, so it's just I, I can't sing its praises more and it's just like um they aren't big into advertising, they kind of leave that up to reseller partners like us. It's just their business model. But um, we do try to reach out to businesses because for their target audience, the small, medium-sized businesses, it could be a real game changer.
1: Awesome, and so Delta then provides the tech services to set up and maintain the Zoho, I'm assuming? That
0: is exactly correct. The thing about Zoho is that it's also very user friendly, the graphical user interface or GUI is very appealing, but it can also be a little bit um, kind of deceiving. So because it's so easy to use, uh, some companies can think, oh, I'll just do this myself, but um, we do recommend working with a partner and Zoho has partner pages. You can pick partners from all over the world because with the partner, you know, we bring our expertise, not only to understand your long-term goals and objectives and things like that, what you might not just get from calling tech support, you know, you're going to have like multiple ways to skin a cat, but with your partner, they understand your long-term goals. So they'll show you the options and then you, that would fit your long-term goals. And then you decide together what option to pick. So uh, we do recommend working with a partner because the the ease of use is a little deceiving and there's so much flexibility in it uh, and so much features, so many features that, um, It is a little deceiving and, um, and we do a lot of cleanup because of that. So it is really recommended to find your best fit partner from the beginning and just work with those teams, uh, to do it right. The first time.
1: Nice. Let's back up the bus a little bit. And how did you get into all of this?
0: Well, I was in corporate America, I have a very, uh, long adventurous path, which ended me in corporate America for about five years in Washington DC at a management consulting firm, integrating uh, software for the federal government. So my clients at the time were Department of Energy Food and Drug Administration and uh, the Environmental Protection Agency. So when I moved to California in 2008, that was a financial crisis. Um, and so just like now, during this COVID crisis, a lot of new businesses are starting up. My business was sort of a result of the financial crisis of 2008. One of my first clients introduced me to Zoho because they had researched it. This was actually a client overseas. So Zoho is so accessible. Like, I'm not kidding how accessible it is that this was a client in Africa that wanted to use Zoho (laughs) that um, they introduced me to Zoho and we implemented it for them. And uh, they said, you know, why don't you try to become one of their partners? And that was uh, when we got started.
1: Nice. I love it. So give us an example of one of your Cinderella stories, one of your clients.
0: Maybe I can talk about um, my current client and um, uh, just say that a lot of the work we do is, is centered around the the person and the people. Mm-hmm. So um, we we came into this company and um, they kind of were trying to overhaul the processes in the sales team. And we were introduced by what's called the fractional sales executive. So fractional sales executives work with companies and they act like the sales director. Whenever they come into a company, they always want that company to have a CRM. And if the company doesn't have one, they suggest some options. And if they do, but they're dissatisfied, then they suggest some options too. So this company has Zoho, but things weren't going well. So they said, hey, you know, you're an almost all women team. You're here in Southern Cal. And why don't you try this? integrator. They're an almost all women team here in Southern California. So maybe it'll work out better this time. And and they gave us a chance. So we went there and uh, we started helping them first to clean up a lot of their data because in Zoho, all permissions about what anyone can see, if anyone can, like if the salespeople can see each other's records or not. And what anyone can do, meaning can someone delete something? Can someone change the owner to someone else? Anything that can be done is all based on the record owner. So when we proposed the job, actually, we thought it would be as simple as coming in and resetting some permissions. We came in and did that. We were like, okay, it's good now. But turns out that all the ownership was not set. So we spent the next few weeks setting up automation based on the city, the county, things like that, that would trigger the owner to become the different sales representatives. They would become the correct owner based on these rules. And um, so the ownership would be correct because once we turned everything on, People just couldn't see anything. And we were like, why they have the, you know, and it was because the ownership was not, it was dirty. That part was not clean. So we Mm -hmm. used automation, we cleaned all that part up. Now, the other thing that had happened was they were not using the right approach and uh, the fractional uh, sales executive and I, when you have a sales team, you want to be doing something like using the deals module to monitor the sales pipeline. And then you want to use that deals module to uh, manage the forecast. So uh, the executive or the, the, the sales executive wants to enter each salesperson goal. And as they achieve the goal in the forecast, you can monitor who's achieving that goal per month. And the achievement of the goal comes from the deal module where you're tracking the pipeline. Once the deal reaches 100% of close on the forecast, they meet their goal and their um, goal starts going up on the forecast. Now they weren't doing it this way. They were doing any number of other things, tracking notes, tracking meetings very time consuming laborious ways to try to track this, whereas it could be much more simplified and streamlined. So we set up in their sandbox, any CRM worth its salt will have a sandbox, which means it's a development, area so in the sandbox we're able to mimic the live site with live data we've put like 500 records in each tab into the sandbox and we built them a demo of what this should look like how it should be done properly according to what both fractional people and us with the technology expertise know it should be done and we demoed it to the sales team last week. Now they're used to doing nodes and all this other laborious stuff, time-consuming stuff that, they've been using for their oversight and we had to present to them like it's not going to be like that anymore. You just click here, you go through the pipeline, you fill in, the notes will prompt you, we want to know this information, you put in this date and then you click next and you're done. It'll populate everywhere it needs to go. All you need to do is just go through the pipeline and then once you close the deal, it goes into your forecast. If you don't, it doesn't, etc. And um, we didn't know how it was going to go over, but I'm happy to report that the meeting was very successful. We had a lot of questions and, um, you know, thankfully everyone is on board. We left there saying, you know, do, if you have feedback, we want it because the next step, the, the CEO said the next step is Final feedback integrated into the new plan. And the next step will be a training meeting. We'll record it. That will become documentation. So as part of all good integrations, you do training and you do documentation. That'll be next week. And they will be off onto their new process and the fractional sales executive and the CEO, the executive team will have a much more streamlined, easy to monitor process for growing their company
1: nice i love it and it is so important when you get into a sales team to make sure that the software is set up properly and not by somebody who has alternative motives but happens to know how to manipulate the software which is you know the whole point of having the software in the first place is to make sure that it's automating the processes that you want in place and that it can't be manipulated so yes i love that and i've come across it more times than i care to share i um so i'm Awesome. Sorry. Thank you. So I know that people are going to uh, want to hear more from you. How did they start the journey with you?
0: Yes. The best way to reach us and uh, we'd love to hear from you is on our website. Our website is located at www.d as in delta, d as in data, s as in services, llc.com
1: bds-llc.com. That's awesome. Excellent. So peeps, go and check it out, Uh, especially if you already have Zoho, if you want to use it properly, because so much software that you have this robustness that you're not using, it just doesn't make sense not to have a professional that knows what they're doing so that you can maximize that, of course. So I love it. Thank you, Avitaria, for your time. I have to ask you, though, and you know I'm going to ask you this. At what point in life did you know that you're a special kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur?
0: Thank you for that question. (laughs) Uh, When I told my 11-year-old son you would ask this question, he said, are you going to answer that it was after you got fired three different times (laughs) and that the last time involved you flatulating? (laughs) I said, (laughs) emphatically, No. (laughs) Instead, I want to present three other reasons I identified when I was unemployed in corporate America. One, with my demographic, I could already see the glass ceiling as a senior business analyst. I knew I had to be an entrepreneur to make the sky the limit. Two. I liked that corporate America partnered with nonprofits, but I wanted to choose and give my team the chance to choose which nonprofits they supported and how. Three, I wanted to make my team building more wholesome. I saw new recruits from liberal arts colleges learning to network around alcohol. And I was learning to have fun and network dry. I wanted a new way of networking that didn't rely on alcohol at all. (laughs) That's my answer.
1: (laughs) I love it.
0: Awesome. And
1: thank your son for his humorous input. We appreciate that one. (laughs) Didn't go unnoticed. That's
0: an 11-year-old boy for you. (laughs)
1: Right? (laughs) That's awesome. You have been absolutely fabulous. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. I know how valuable it is.
0: Oh, you're so welcome. Any last words for our peeps? Uh, Nothing. I just also want to thank you for your time, uh, your amazing talents and this uh, wonderful podcast. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Awesome. Peeps, this is Michelle Like, Thank you for being here with us today. Be sure to subscribe to the show. And if you're looking to scale or automate your business, reach out to me at Michelle at awarenessstrategies.com or connect with me on LinkedIn or Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to our show. I'm all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support that they need to make it in business. As such, the notes for this show can be found at our website at awarenessstrategies.com slash blog. Be sure to subscribe, give us a rating, I like five stars personally, and share with your friends.